Alright, hello there. Welcome back to another episode of the Undisputed Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcast. My name is Rob. This week I'm with Luke. Luke, what is going on? This week you're with me. What a surprise. Um, it's, a, it's a big twist. Uh, so, we are back again. Uh, a week, week after week. We're not taking a long hiatus again, uh, thankfully. Uh, I appreciate the feedback we got from the previous podcast. Uh, we got some, mm-hmm. some better numbers than we usually get, uh, so that made us a bit more motivated to uh, to keep going and uh, make some make some more content. And we appreciate the feedback on the poll and the question on the Spotify, even though the answers and results were not what I would have liked to have seen. But sure, look, that's what happens when you throw stuff open to the open wilderness that is the yeah, internet. But if you guys don't know, uh, last week we put a poll up on our Spotify. Basically, it said what uh, deck should Robert play for the next locals, and the answer for that with the well, that to just should we just give what the the oh, options yeah, yeah. were so first? Give the options, sorry. So one was meta, so just a random meta deck that Robert has, uh, and there was counter fairy. Uh, one was cyber dragon, Robert's favorite deck. There was a mm-hmm. the there was monarchs, uh, which was a deck. That Robert actually played in the recent locals. We'll get into that later. Uh, Pen of Magicians, uh, Magic Specters, and then the last option was Ojamas. And I can now reveal that the next deck that Robert has to play for locals is Ojamas. Are we? So, yeah, uh, I hope you got some uh, <laughs> some nice spice in the kitchen to play some Ojamas for, uh, for locals. I was cooking. I was cooking. I was up till like three AM last night in in the kitchen cooking some spice. Um, it, man, the deck is so bad. It is, but you know we're all here for uh, for the for the memes, you know. Yeah, I mean it'll, it'll be a bit of crack trying to say no you to their monster zones, yeah. but then once they realise what I'm playing, they'll be like, yeah, no, I'll scoop game one and then game two. See, honestly, I'll, I'll, I'll do things like last week, like. I played a different deck for locals and I had so much more fun playing a deck that was so much worse than meta decks because of the interactions with the deck. But I will I'll explain what deck I played as well also like a bit later. But let's say you lose game one to a uh, round one to a meta deck. Like round two you're gonna get paired down with a player who also lost. Say so they might not be playing a meta deck, they might be playing like a like a pendulum deck or they might be playing like some random rogue deck. And funny enough, like your your deck could be actually better than uh, than their deck, so it's, it's interesting. Like, yeah, it's definitely a lot more fun to play non-meta, and I encourage people to play non-meta at locals. Just try out new cards, learn what things do. Don't go try hard with your meta decks at locals. Like, come on, lads, it's only locals. Relax. Yeah, locals should be a a way to uh, either test new decks or uh, kind of mess around with new decks and see exactly like. If it works or if it doesn't, a lot of people test online, but I think it's more fun to play in uh, in real life because I got uh, I got some good feedback on my deck. Like people were just saying, like like I know you lost and stuff like that, but that was a really cool deck. Like I never seen anything like that before. But yeah, uh, it's the human in that interaction as well, like that whole aspect yeah. of it. Because when you're playing online and you make a misplay on let's say dueling book, you're sitting there twenty minutes waiting for a judge to show yeah, up. Exactly, and you know. Also, like some cards, like that I'm activating my opponents. Like I have to read this. I've never seen this before in my life, and you're like, yeah, <laughs> like this is uh, a reason why I'm playing the decks. Like these these cards never see play. I, I guess I I make use of that. 
and uh, um, and use it. But yeah, we have the. We also had an answer as well for the Q and A that we posted. We only just posted one question, and the question was: Should Robert actually buy an access code talker now, or wait for the reprint? Uh, we got a reply here, and it was from Iyer War. I think it's Irish Warrior. I'm pretty sure that's Connor, a, a regular listener. Hello, Connor. So he said that you you probably wait for the reprint. It's a big absence in the tin. So it's going to be turned to a selling point for the new upcoming set. And it's probably going to be in the Droplets reprint set. So that's the Brothers of Legends, which is in December. That's what I was trying to tell you. Like if Access Code is going to be a selling point for Konami, they're going to have to be like, oh, this card is also in the set. Boy, this set right now. I know you're saying like Mascarena was confirmed and Unicorn was confirmed. But like the thing that will just completely like have people sold will be like, yeah, Access Code's in it. I'm buying it, you know? Yeah, that, like that. That's my my whole thinking of it. Last week was, if Access Code is in an upcoming set, they would have announced it straight away. Think, but because they haven't announced it, is making me think that they may not be reprinting it until some stage next year. See, some 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 um, sets honestly just keep it low key, like the like the Cyber Dragon deck. How long did it take for Imperium to get confirmed for that? In the TCG. Yeah, true, true. And like that's what sold people on it. Like people who never even played Cyber Dragons were like, oh, I'm gonna buy this deck now because it has Imperm. Yeah, and then they threw all the rest of it into the trash. Yeah, I'll take all that. <laughs> I gladly take all that. Yeah. Stuff. That stuff will eventually go back up in price. But well, I mean, it was it's literally the entire main deck of Cyber Dragon that was there, minus Galaxy Soldier. People will not stop playing Cyber Dragons. That's a deck that will always be around. Like Cyber Dragons and some sort of dragon deck will always be around in Yu Gi Oh, no matter what. Yeah, because you know people like to play dragon decks, and if some people like machines, they go Cyber Dragons. Yeah. Well, yeah. Already yeah. played Dry sad. Boo. Yeah. Boo that deck. Don't play that deck, people. Be nice. So yeah, uh, I heard. Uh... You came back to locals. I also saw it, so I also didn't hear it. I also saw it with my own eyes. Yeah, people were afraid of what um of what domain monarchs could do in twenty twenty one. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I went back to my first locals, and like, I can't remember when the last locals I went to was. It was way before the Rona times, anyways. And I went to X two in the four rounds with domain monarchs which considering i haven't played anyone that wasn't you at competitive Yu-Gi-Oh or modern day Yu-Gi-Oh in quite some time it was pretty decent yeah. i have to say so, like losing to me isn't so bad because i'm a good player you know so <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i'm also losing to the best deck which is grand yeah, Maju. um <laughs> but yeah like when i was playing monarchs people are like hold on i have to read what what does domain do again oh you have a tribute guy i can't special okay interesting you know um i don't want to say i had the hardest matchups but the second i came against something that had more than one negate out i lost um so like game one i played an ice barrier player which i think he just bought three of the structures and slapped them together yeah and he let me go first twice. Yeah, he actually um, asked me, uh, the, the, the exact same player, he goes, 
do you think it's a good idea to play locals with the three Cyber Dragon structure decks? And I was like, uh, do you have a Nova, an Infinity, and a Seeger? And he says, no. I was like, yeah, no, don't bother. <laughs> Like it's just yeah, because like, I I saw him with the uh with the with the structure playing man. I was like, right, mm-hmm. he, he might be playing Cyber Dragons. And then when he dropped Ice Barriers, like, whoa, yeah. good on you. Kind of sad though, because when you see people at the match, like, oh no, they have imperms now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the guy had Ashes in his deck though. Yeah, but unfortunately, I had Majesty's Fiend out on field, so he kind of couldn't do it. Use it. Yeah. I say imperm actually is yeah. really good against like just say if you go first. You normal summon Idea and your opponent Imperms are like, well, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, that's what that, that that's that's how I lost um my, the later games. Yeah. Um, because you were beside me in the last round and you saw what happened. Um, but yeah, so I I too owed the uh the Ice Barrier player because Domain was too strong, and I saw the big guys when I wanted to see them. I had Majesty's Fiend pop up. That was pretty good to see, quite a lot. Um, then game two, I played PK Fire. Uh, this was a bit troubling because game one, he had a very established board. I just scooped once he brought Dragoon out. I was like, yeah, no, I can't do anything. Um, game two, I got some negates in. So I waited for him to get all of his stuff off and then go into Anaconda. And then I impermed his Anaconda. And then he couldn't do anything then. So he passed and then I was able to get my domain lock on him then. And then I I, th- I think this was game two, where he filled his board with a bunch of stuff, but he couldn't get over the big guy. Um, I think it was Erebus, yeah. he, and he couldn't get over it. So he was like, "Yeah, no, that's I can't do anything." So he scooped that, and then I think it was game three where he used his uh his fog blade on my big guys. Mm-hmm. So they're literally just sitting there not doing anything. And just waiting for me to draw my next guided tribute, which then eventually I ended up winning that. Then, um, then uh, game three was Drayton. Um, yeah, that that was not fun. Yeah, um, it was special someone so much. Guy, <laughs> man, I think it was thirty minutes, and we were only finished game one. Yeah, oh, like um, so you you don't know the combo, so you don't know how long it lasts. If you yeah, I'd say if you knew how long it lasts, you probably just would have scooped. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. Especially when he started, like, my, especially when he stole my uh, one of my tribute guys. Yeah. Um, to to then get out of my domain lock, which was uh, fair play to him for for figuring that out. How did he take um, mind controller? No, I think he like, used someone's effect to take control oh, or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, at that point I wasn't really paying attention because I couldn't negate anything so I was like yeah no 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 then, then game two he just smacked me up because I was like but then if, if what was interesting about game two and that was like if, not only was I facing against the clock but his field was already established and if I could have gotten a tribute off I would have won that, that round and probably would have drawn the game but because I already used a day is effect and who's the other little square dude yeah i do so i already used their effects that turn um i couldn't do anything yeah um and then i, I misplayed with prime that was a, that was a pretty big um face palm on my on my part it was only after the game when luke kind of like told me what, what i should have done there yeah just not i didn't see it. i i was too focused on getting like the draw to try and get something mm-hmm. to try and get like i think it was uh 
Stormfort or something. I was too focused on getting on, getting out or something like that. Yeah, see what I can't remember what my, my what my train of thought was at the at the time. Yeah, what I was, yeah, what my train of thought was on the. Uh, you had the domain in your hand, and the prime was in your graveyard, but you shuffled it back with the prime when you activate it. Yeah. So. The best thing that you could like, you summoned the Erebus, use the effect, and then he. Uh, well, after you you told him that you wanted to shuffle the Dragoon back, he decides to negate, which is kind of unfair, but yeah. Uh, he negates it with Dragoon. Uh, it's it's local. Yeah, it's local. Like, if that was a higher event, just be like, nah. <laughs> Nah, bro, I would have called the door straight over. It's like, give him that game loss right now. Well, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, as you said, it's time locals. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you could have summoned back to Prime, uh, used Erebus and got your a card back. I uh, got, got him back and then used the domain and used his effect again. So you would have been domain locked and you would have been able to use Erebus again because Erebus isn't once per turn. But yeah. it's, it's a soft once per turn. The, but yeah, uh, yeah, we would have been able to activate it again because he got negated the, the first time. Yeah, yeah. But but it was, it was fine. I, I think the guy ended up losing in the final round anyway. So you know, it's it's karma. <laughs> and then I faced Troy Brigade, uh, game four, hot uh, round four, and Gamma negated, um, Ida's effect game one. Gamma negated the day's effect game two and I lost. Yeah, that'll do. In ten minutes. Record time. Because like we were looking around and like everyone else was still going on. And he's like, How quick was that game? I was like, I know man, like Gamma is a stupid card. He's like, Yeah. He also inflipped the uh, Imperial Order game one as well. Yeah, I got it. Or so that wasn't fun. Yeah. So that was my um locals experience. It was it was good. It was good to kind of get back into the swing of things and kind of get it has me excited to play again this this week but then when i saw the poll i was like oh no and then when we were we we were cooking up something in the the lab last last night like i was saying i was kind of getting excited again but then once i started doing the test hands i was like oh no (laughs) just realized yeah this is actually kind of bad yeah, it's because the the conflict within the deck is is too much because Ojama wants to lock out the opponent's monster zones and then other cards don't want to do that. They want to set up and want to pop things and it's it's a mess. But uh, yeah, so that that was locals for me this week, this past week. How was it for you? Yeah, it's um, it was good. Uh, I didn't play a deck that I usually played. I played a deck that. Nobody really knows what, what it does, as I was saying earlier. But it was a, a deck built around uh, Aquamador. <laughs> if uh, people don't know what that card is, it's a card that was made like 20 years ago. I think it was in LOB. I think I'll double check that right now. It's basically the guy that has 2k defense. That's the water type monster. Um, he's always in like the the starter decks in the Yu-Gi-Oh games. He's in the, he's in the Kaiba uh, structure decks all the time. Yeah, so, uh, I'm just trying to double check what's his first printing. I think it was some sort of like it was a very old one. Anyways, I remember it was like a really old card. Wait, well, yeah, anyways, I don't know. I don't know if it, if it would have been LOB because a two K would have been LOB. Yeah, like, 
Because 1,200 and 2K are pretty big stats for a little bit. 2K is very, for very, yeah, it's, it's a very, very, oh, here we go. Okay, so I got it. So it was in 2009. Is this a set? The Eternal Duelist, oh, the, the Eternal Duelist Soul, a Game Boy Advance game? <laughs> I think. I don't know, I, that, that might actually be in the game. Oh, that, that, this is in the video games, never mind. It's not the sets that they released in. Oops. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was reading, I was like, wait, what? Did, like, if this card game was a... A game yeah, promo? When did yeah, it happen? It would have been a hollow. DB1. DB1. Yeah, it was in LLB. Yeah, LLB. So, yeah, it's like... Oh, I just got up here. So, yeah, so it was in Legend of Blue Eyes White Dragon. Then it was in the, the Pegasus. It was, it was a rare. It was in the Pegasus deck then after that. Well... Yeah, it was, it was a rare in yeah, LLB. Yeah, back then, a 2000 defense monster was pretty hard to beat over without tribute. I don't actually think there was any yeah, monsters cool. without equip spells that was 2000 like for a long time in Yu-Gi-Oh! Like I think it was like Gene Gene Warwolf or like Axe Dragonute were like the cards, and that was mo- many years later that were like big cards that were and they were only two thousand. They weren't anything over two thousand. Yeah, like I remember Vanilla Beatdown was like a meme thing between us for a while. Just because it, it was like literally just trade Gene Warp Werewolf yeah, and like Axe of Despair and stuff. Yes, yeah, sir. Well, yeah, the deck is built around Akmador. And it has synergy with cards like Gigabyte and Silent Angler and all these crazy cards like Team Goldfish and Rescue Rabbit. When I see when I normal someone Rescue Rabbit, people are like, wait, what are you playing? <laughs> like, yeah. I've not seen a Rescue Rabbit in so long. Like, especially someone to Aquamador. So like, where is this going? And like make Bahamut Shark and make Toad and like uh, yeah. But against one of my opponents, uh, so I think round one I faced the guy who won locals, Ben, he played Mech Knights. Yeah, Mech Knights. Like Orcus Mech Knight invoked kind of stuff. Um, I did lose to Ben, but he he like, he like was talking about my deck as well, saying like, this is a really cool concept. And then round two, who did I face? I'm trying to think. I did. Oh, so round two, I faced invoked Despius. It's a friend of mine. Um, and the reason how I won actually was because I uh, top deck rescue rabbit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can probably hear me in locals going, oh, like screaming, oh, rescue off the top. But uh, yeah, rescue rabbit is just free, but how much character though? It's pretty good. <laughs> and uh, uh, round three, I faced PK actually. It wasn't the same PK player you faced. It was actually a different player. But yeah, no, mine was PK fire had the BA stuff and yeah, all. Yeah, no, but like this one had a bit of it in it as well. But I think you just play like Graf and Seer. But game, uh, game two of that match, I won game one, and a game two, the board was like Anaconda, Dragoon, uh, like owner a monster, and three sets. And I was like, cool. I see my hand. The guy beside me sees my hand. I was like, oh my god. I'm like, main phase, activate Dark Ruler no more. Completely negate the whole board. And like, end the battle phase, activate evenly. Are we? <laughs> and then, like, main two, 
Normal summon team goldfish, special rescue rabbit. Rescue rabbit, special summons two monsters, and then I think I make like King of the Fair Limbs, Bahama Shark, Toad, and I overlay the Bahama Shark and the King of the Fair Limbs for the Utopic dude. And it can't be destroyed by card effects or battle. And then I have to negate the monster effect, and then I have Toad, and then he doesn't have much cards left because they're all banished. And uh, I think I win from there. But yeah, it's it's a really cool idea. And then well, round four, then I placed uh, Dylan. Uh, he's playing all the guys. That was actually really funny because uh, well, round one I lost because Imperial Order, but I he was on fifty life points. I literally I was <laughs> sitting down for so long, and it was like yeah, he was on fifty life points, and I was so close. Uh, game two, then I think I, I lost game two as well. But game two was so funny because uh, he he had like all traps uh, at the start. I just kept slowly like baiting out the traps with the amount of monsters I kept summoning because the deck just spams monsters from your hand. He summoned so many times. And he, eventually it was at a case where I was normal summoning Aquamador and attacking. And he was like drawing, setting a trap, and then like bouncing my stuff. Or, uh, he, it, it basically took forever. The only way I was losing is if he had two Altergeist monsters. And it took so long, and he was, at, we were, like, he was on so low. And he kept bouncing my stuff with the. Selectoidus get bounced my monster, so I couldn't really uh combo. But yeah, it was fun. I had I had a lot of fun playing it. Um, I wasn't wasn't upset really, to be honest with you, for losing. I I didn't expect playing locals to win with the deck. So but yeah, yeah, that was that was a fun time. Yeah, like I I was doing pretty well at like one two the first two games. And then I saw what the prize was at the end of it, and then I think I got a bit choked. I was like, uh Yeah, you seen the, the Cyber Dragon? I saw, I saw the Cyber Dragon, Matt. I was like, oh, give me. And then I choked it. <laughs> yeah, we have a poll then for next week. Well, for this week, for me, for next week, what decks I should play. Uh, I'll put all the... Yes. I'll put all the uh, options that I have in the uh, in the Spotify poll, so make sure you, uh, you vote on Please don't bully. Thanks. Yeah, and if you're on YouTube, I'll link it in the uh, the comments. So check that out. Um, I'm assuming it's because you don't have any idea of what decks you have right now to, to kind uh, of give a taste. On top of my head, I, there's a three or four car, uh, decks that I have on top of my head. I have Mermels. I have Monarchs. I have Aquamador again. I have Grimadu. I have Aesthetic. dinosaurs. <laughs> um, I have heretics. <laughs> I can loan you Ojamas. It's my decks, not your decks. See, if this is the case, I could have loaned you loads with it, loads of my decks. But you didn't. You just wanted me to suffer. Yeah, there's a few like I can think off the top of my head that I have, but. Yeah, I will put them in the poll. I hopefully have more, but I just can't think of them right now. But yeah, we'll we'll, we'll go through them a bit, and we'll they'll be up by the time the episode is live, hopefully. Pure. Um, because I I think we're going back to the Wednesday upload with this one, yeah. aren't we? Well, yeah, it can't be uploaded. Well, it's already Wednesday now as we're recording. This is when it's technically Wednesday. Ah, uh, don't give away that. It's kind of secret. Uh, yeah, we record these. Uh, <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah, busy man during the day. Or busy man. Yes, busy man. 
Um, so I just wanted to kind of have a little talk with you about some products. Yes. Some of it's upcoming, some of it's not upcoming, some of it's been out years. Yeah. Um, this last past week, mm-hmm. I bought three sets of Dual Devastator. Okay. Um, and I just want to say, this product is probably the best value for money thing that Konami has done probably ever. Yeah. Um, even if you're buying a card for a euro or a dollar or a pound each, it's still you're still making profit off the box. Yeah, at a time, funny right. enough, uh, like that didn't sell for a long time. Like it got released, people bought like one or two of them, but then like a couple of weeks after, like they were just sitting on shelves and they were getting discounted and nobody was buying them. Yeah, so that, that's crazy. I guess because all the competitive players would have had all the cards in the, in the box anyways. Yeah, ash, ashes and stuff like that were like five, six euro each. Like people just had a lot of them. Yeah, and now they're nearly 20, which is insane. Yeah, the market has been crazy. Yeah. Um, and I, and they got a pretty decent price for them. Like, I think it came to nearly about 40 a box. Mm-hmm. But then when I started adding up what was in the box, I was like, probably five cards in and I was already breaking you even like the on the box. Ghost like, yeah, that's cool. like that. You're like, yeah, yeah, the ghost bells as well. Yeah, and like Gamma Seal and stuff like that. Yeah, there's some good, really good uh, staples like, as well, like Dweller and Tony Dragon and stuff like that. And uh, Spectre Board, I think, yeah, as well. Yeah, it? yeah. Don't play that card. There's just some stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there, there's just some stuff in there that I've was meaning to pick up over the years and I, I just never did. And now I have them. I have a set of everything. Like, even when um, on Thursday I was looking for Vanity's Fiend. And neither of us had it, but it was in the box, and now I have a set of them. And by the way, I, when I was rooting through cards earlier today, guess what I found? Oh, you did not find a van. A common Vanity's Fiend, just chilling in a pile of cards. I was like, oh, where were you last week when I was looking for it? Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I, I think it's probably one of the best products. And if you can find them and you don't have any of the cards in the box, or even if you do have some of them, I mean, it, it'd be probably worth your while picking it up. There's one product that I've uh, wanted to buy for the longest time, and I just haven't got the cojones to uh, to pay for it. Uh, I just wanted it just for the nostalgia, is the Legendary Collection 1. Oh, I just want to open one again, because like they have the old packs, they have like LOB, uh, Metal Raiders, and... The majority of the time in them packs, for some reason, you get you're like almost guaranteed to get a foil, a hollow foil. So if you get like a summon skull from MRD or a gate guardian from MRD or even an LLB blue eyes, which is a crazy money now, it's just so plus. But again, I don't think yeah, I have well, the money to pay for it. If for some reason I come into a, a, a bit of money. <laughs> Or someone, I, I get to a situation where someone's like, oh, do you want me to buy you something? And like, it's somehow that value. I'll be like, yeah, give me that. <laughs> I don't want to spend it as my own money. I'll also take gifts. Smiley face. Yeah, well, I mean, we're, we're, we're in discussions of getting the um, a Twitch set up mm-hmm. for the group of lads in the group chat. With a, so. To be, to be uh, confirmed name, because our name isn't exactly PG at the moment, we have to actually try to find <laughs> something to uh, to modernise it and make it less rude. 
make it more marketable friendly you know the name what I mean? actually came out the name actually happened because i actually put all of the lads into a group chat and just named it something just to be like yeah this is what you are <laughs> but yeah, it's anyways let's go back into it okay content like product yeah so uh from what i was talking about dill devastator one of the, one of the best products if you can see it for a reason i'll probably pick it up great cards in it um, especially if you're getting back into competitive Yu-Gi-Oh, um, it'll, it'll really help out your side. Even now with uh, Ash being essentially a main deck card now, um, and I'm not sure if we really went into detail of it last week, but one of the worst sets or products that I've seen in a very long time is Synchro Storm. Yeah, uh, that went out at the end of the month. I think next week is it. That's coming out. Got leaked for that. Did you see the spoilers? It, I've seen it, and it's a very bad so set. Crystal Wing Boss Mon. Uh, it's also really difficult to summon it. It's Crystal Wing is already difficult enough to summon it if people don't know. You need to have a Synchro Monster and also a Tuner Monster. Uh, so that's kind of awkward. The tune, like the the Boss Monster again. So you're gonna have to have a Synchro Monster. You're gonna have to have a Tuner, and you're gonna have to summon a Crystal Wing, and then you're gonna have to have another Tuner. Then again, it's just like it's just awkward. Like the, and for the like the card is just not worth. Like you just. You're so much better just having Crystal Wing. Crystal Wings is so much better. And they released the new card in a Ghost Rare. I'm just kind of, we're just kind of like, why? Like, <laughs> just why? Yeah, because I was actually going through it and then I thought, like, I was saying to the lads in the chat, I was like, oh, is this going to be like, you know, having a few collector's rares? And I was like, no, this is the Ghost yeah. Rare. There's only one Ghost Rare in this. I'm like, oh, so they're doing that now. That's a yearly thing that they're doing. Um, and I'm not a fan of that, to be honest with you, with the with the one Ghost Rare, because the Rage of Ra was absolutely awful yeah. with their kind of pipe with that. It's like the whole selling point of the set was that it was, had a Ghost Rare in it, uh, and not the set itself, which is, and again, another bad set, I'm, but at least had the Winged Dragon Brown. I'm it, not sure you know? if you've actually seen this. I have to actually. So Burst of Destiny comes out on the 5th of November, or the 4th of November. I think that probably would have been that'd be probably pushed back a week or no, two. No, it's out the fourth of November. I'm pretty sure. Oh, is it? Yeah, it should be. Uh, so there'd be a sneak next weekend, would it? Possibly. If there was a one, but it has new support okay. for like uh, Destiny Heroes. The new Destiny Hero Fusion is really, really good. Yeah, I've seen bits and pieces of that. That's why um, Fusion Destiny or Destiny Fusion, yeah, whatever it's called, yeah, is coming. You, you can use it with Anaconda and stuff. Yeah. But the did you see what the Starlight Rare is? So no. the Starlight Ray for this set is Elemental Hero Stratos. Oh. Yes. Another Stratos high rarity that I won't yeah. get. <laughs> Another waste of a, of a Starlight Ray, if you ask me. Because Max C yeah. is not Starlight Ray. <laughs> yeah. We need Ash. <laughs> we need Ash Starlight Ray. We have Valor, we have DD Crow. Uh, we need more. Like Stratos is like... I, I understand that Stratos is like a... It's like an old-fashioned card, but come on. I understand that also the Destiny Hero cards are in it, but like, you could have picked so much better. Like, Yeah, make it Diamond Dude or something. Come oh, on Dasher, even. Even Dasher. I'll take a Dasher. Yeah, yeah. Aren't the ulti's like 150? Yeah, the Dasher's pretty right expensive. Now. The rares are like a tenner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, there's also B-Trooper cards in it. I actually really like B-Troopers. They're actually kind of fun. There's like an insect, I might have to insect look into that. that just they all kind of have good synergy with each other. But yeah, um, Stratos has the uh, 
Starlight Ray is kind of kind of crazy. There's an Evil Twin Starlight also. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few like Evil Twin support coming out, yeah. isn't there? The new link. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's um, that's another set that's coming out. Uh, the Sword Soul cards are also really good. That's gonna be a new archetype that you're gonna have to look at and watch out for because the deck's good. Yeah, I mean, I literally only tipping my toes back in into why everything does yeah. with meta. So it's going. It's kind of nice that there's just a new set coming out as I'm coming back into it. So when everyone else is learning along with me, um, it'll be a nice experience. Are Flunderies in Synchrostorm? No? Uh, Synchrostorm's just a bunch of reprints. Oh, it is actually, yeah. It's a, it's a side set, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, I don't know when they're out, but they're, they're, they seem cool. They're like all the little penguins and stuff. Oh, right, yeah. That's what's on the new regional map, isn't it? Or the OTS map? Yeah, I think it's on the OTS map. They're basically like your Senju's. You just keep normal summoning them. Ah. You don't stop. And then you make the barrier statue. <laughs> the wind barrier statue. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Kind of fun. Yeah. But, uh, they, they, they might be out in um, that uh, Brothers of Chaos set, actually. Because they, they look like monsters that'll be out in that. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I haven't. Maybe. I can't see it right now. Oh, it's in a VOD. Wait, what? Force of Destiny? That, is that That's the one? The That's, yeah, there, yeah. Wow, okay, cool. Interesting. So a lot of decks are coming out in Burst of Destiny. Yeah, it's supposed to be an interesting set anyways. And the cover card is a Boral Code Dragon. A, Another Boral yeah, Code. Nice. Yeah, no, it does. No. So it's a Link Tree. <laughs> 2500 attack yeah uh two plus effect monsters and the effect is cannot be destroyed by card effects while a link monster points to the card so the link arrows point mm -hmm. up uh diagonal left and diagonal right bottom diagonal left up bottom diagonal right. uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it says you can only use the effect of borrow code once per turn at the start of the damage step if this card was linked someone using three monsters as material and it battles an opponent's monster you can destroy all monsters on the field uh but banish this. Uh, you can, and then when it's in the graveyard, it has a graveyard effect. You can banish this card from your graveyard. Banish one dark monster on the field with three thousand or more attack. Uh, it doesn't target. And if you do, especially summon a top of logic monster from your extra deck or your graveyard. <laughs> oh. So you can use the effect, banish them, and then target. Uh, well, banish dragoon. Uh, yeah. And then after that, you can summon like Trisbania or Zero Boros from your extra deck. That's that's pretty yeah, decent. That's pretty good. Yeah, uh, it's a good way to bait Dragoon. Yeah, or even isn't the new Destiny Hero guy a dark as well? Uh, yeah, he is. Yeah, well, there you go. There's an R target, I think, if he's over 3k. Uh, I think he is. I can't remember. But yeah, it's it's still a really good card. You can also like mess yeah. around with it. Like if you play a Glare of Darkness, <laughs> all your opponent's monsters become dark, yeah. so you can just tag on anything. <laughs> It's cool. It's it's also a dragon tech a card, so it could be used in dragon links. It's a link tree, like the link trees in dragon link were like triple co. Oh, what was it called? Triple burst was it? Yeah, triple burst. I think it was called. But yeah, with the arrows as well. It's kind of nice. Yeah, well, link three is is a decent. It's a decent number. You know, there's a lot of good link fours out there. We haven't got Borland uh, yet. I don't think you want to know what Borland is. 
Uh, uh, so Borland is a Link 5. <laughs> okay. Oh. Nice. It requires 3 plus effect monsters. Uh, so it cannot okay. be destroyed by battle or by card effects. Also, your neither player can target this card with monster effects. <laughs> and then it goes, this card can attack all monsters your opponent controls <laughs> once each. And then a quick effect. <laughs> it still goes on. Quick effect. You can target one uh, effect monster on the field and one rocket monster in your graveyard. Negate the effects of the monster on the field, and if you do, special summon uh, that monster from your graveyard. Your opponent cannot activate cards or effects in response to this effect. <laughs> so you can essentially like droplets something, and they can't respond. Like that's like, it's 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 pretty good. It's also a link for, and it also oh, attacks everything. Good. So it's ultimate conductor Tyranno on as a link monster. Well, it ha it have to be very good if it's a link five. Yeah. Well, there's a few link fives that are terrible. Uh, the goddess card is link five. It's not terrible, but it's like it's okay. It's the way you can summon it, like using your opponent's monster, is kind of cool. But yeah. I like the uh, like. There's a firewall dark, like fluid link five. I think you saw that in my bind here last week. It's terrible. It's a link five. It's just <laughs> terrible. It just sucks. <laughs> yeah, there's not many link fives. But yeah, uh, I don't know when that's coming out. Um, it's probably going to come out in Brothers of Legends, actually, now that I think of it. You, you wouldn't even know. Yeah. But it's, it's definitely something uh, you have to keep an eye on, because Barrel End is crazy. Cards go brr. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I think the last thing we, we can talk about here is that regionals have been announced to come back in. Is it Europe in general? Yeah, so what people don't know... Because I had a bit of a discussion earlier with a friend of mine. Uh, so the US, unfortunately, is remote deal only for uh, regional qualifiers. Because for some reason, I'm not sure why, but Konami US has issued a statement saying all of the events until further notice are being uh, held as remote deals. But in Europe, we were lucky enough to, uh, to get... OTS events and regional events coming starting from November. So hopefully it's, before it's, Christmas we can get regionals. Hopefully, hopefully that'd be nice. But I think it's more so travel restrictions in the US or yeah. trying to restrict the, the travel because people would be traveling to different states just for a regional. Yeah, it's just know? it's unnecessary. Yeah, but in Ireland, like in Dublin, we haven't got we have we have two OTS stores at the moment in Dublin that host events where like there's a tour uh, locals that have only recently opened up uh, in Tala that Underworld Gaming uh, I'm pretty sure they're looking yeah. for OTS status soon so that could be another place that they can host and the shop is supposed to be very very big so that's actually a very ideal spot to host the regionals as well as like the like gamers will of course be in the biggest uh, OTS in the country but they like space wise, they don't have that much space because when the, the way that the, the shop was redone, but they could definitely host like 30, 40 players. Yeah, definitely. But it's uh, it's looking promising. Did you see the new deck boxes? Uh, yeah, I, I think I've seen it in like the promo. Um, image. Like, do you remember that uh, deck box you saw me, the ultra pro one, the red one that had a broken magnet? Yeah, they're, they're like the tower yeah, deck box, yeah, yeah, with the dice and stuff. Yeah, they're, they're actually kind of nice. Yeah, they look decent, yeah. I think we got them just before COVID. I think there was one regionals where we got them, and then COVID hit. 
the normal. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, hopefully praying that we get some regionals. I'm not sure what we're going to play because if it is November, it's going to be the banlist we have at the moment. But there is going to be yeah. new sets coming out. So it could be after Burst of Destiny, which it probably will be after Burst of Destiny. So two sets will be out for, for since then. So we can kind of see what the meta's like then. And hopefully we can uh, we can play and give some... Uh, we won't do a poll for that one because I think we want to actually do well. <laughs> what are you talking about? We're going to be playing Grand Maju. could play Grand Maju. It is the best deck in all of offerings. It, it, is, it is the best deck. I had fun. I had fun playing Grand Maju, but I actually, I've honestly played it for so many like weeks at locals, and people just know what the deck does. They're like, "Oh, you go first. I'm like, Ugh, "Can't kill you." Yes, it's, see, that's the problem when you're playing one deck consistently. People, when you're playing people, they they associate that deck with you, and then they know what your deck is and how yeah, you play. Last time, but appreciate it. That's why. So, if so, uh, I was like, "Oh, you go first, my right, cool. I set one card and go, and they're like, "All right, cool. I'm gonna kill you now." And he summon all these monsters. Like I'm gonna actually threaten a roar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <I> save myself. <laughs> Negate attack. Oh yeah. I just um. Battle fader gaze. Oh, see, battle fader get negated. So I just like before they actually summon up a monster that can negate something. I just flip threaten a roar, or you could play Wabaku too. Same thing works. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Yeah, that's like. That was the main thing about regionals. Hopefully we get it, and hopefully we get more than one. We can kind of experiment because there is OTSs in the country, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I think the North might get one before the Republic gets it. The North will be technically UK, so they actually might get one, and we can yeah. we can go to that. But the traveling last time was just like I enjoyed the event so much because it was the first like big event that wasn't a locals in so long, and I was like so happy to see everyone. And like meeting people I haven't seen in like over two years, and yeah. like so, like the travel was worth it. But again, it's just so long. It was like two and a half hours to drive down, and then we're playing Yu-Gi-Oh for like eight hours straight, and then back to two and a half hours driving home. It's just a, such a long day. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be able for it to be honest with you. Fall asleep. My brain be sure. My brain was fried fried after two rounds on locals. Yeah, man. locals does that to you, like our locals. Like, I, I don't I don't know what it was. Like I was wide awake. Game one, game two kind of took it out of me, and then game three, I was just like, oh, just end me. I want to go home. Yeah. Blanket of Doom, where are you, bro? Blanket of Doom is Robert's best friend. It's my best friend, bro. He, he keeps me comfy. Yeah, and also keeps you in bed. Yeah, he also traps me. Prevents me from doing things, like going locals. Yeah. <laughs> it gets it gets too cozy. Uh, but yeah, I think that's everything for this week. We'll as again we'll we'll leave a QA in the poll also. I don't know what I'm gonna say yet, but um yeah. Well actually I actually do know what I'm gonna say. Are you excited for regionals? And if you are, what is the most exciting thing that you're looking forward to? I'll put that in the poll. And also I'll put in the poll for next week what decks you want me to play. Robert is now unfortunately with the task of playing Ojamas for next week, so uh this week, so that should be fun. I'm ready to drop after round two. Tell us exactly how bad you're doing next week. But yeah, thanks very much, guys, for listening. Cheers. See you next week. GG. GG.